Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back or welcome to the Driven by Purpose podcast, period. Okay, you are here. I am here. Praise the Lord. Amen and amen. I just really, 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 I say almost every episode, but I truthfully thank God for this community, for lack of a better word. I feel like it is one. I just really thank God for everyone that has continuously showed up and listened to this podcast, shared it on their platforms. Hold on. Quick testimony. I know the podcast episode just started with quick testimony. One sister in Christ who had been listening to this podcast, I think for like a few months, she had posted about it on her TikTok. And I'm just if you are listening, I'm just literally shouting you out because you're really that girl. Like, truthfully, the support was actually astronomical in my last episode. So I just want to thank God for everyone who's listening, who's new now, and everyone who has just stayed down and literally been an OG on this podcast. So I just want to thank God for everyone that's tuning in. I have something a little spicy for everyone today. Um, and I think that we should just get right into it. I don't want to waste anybody's time, Joe. I don't. So let's get into the topic for today's episode, okay? And the topic is, y'all already saw it before y'all pressed on it, but I have to formally introduce it, which is, should you follow God basically within your youth? As a young person, should you follow God? Is it worth it? Should you do it? Should you not? And I'm going to be literally going over I want to say testimonies in my life, but also sharing like really the pros and I guess you could say some of the cons with following God within your youth. Um, Just because I really want to give like a holistic approach and like really be realistic with y'all, like the reality of following God as a young person, the reality of literally surrendering your youth to God. And I want to actually literally answer the question. So Actually, before we get into me answering that question of should you follow God within your youth, I just want to share the inspiration behind this episode ever so quickly. So um, I believe like a, a few months back, I literally um, visited my mom's church and there was one guy that I literally grew up with. We never spoke when I was younger as much, um, but I knew his sister very, very well. Um, He was kind of like in and out here and there, like he would travel a lot, I think, to like different states. So we never really got to like really establish a bond when we were younger, but I was pretty um sort of close to his sister. Um, So nevertheless, I saw him, I think it was, you know, when I first visited my mom's church, like not at the beginning when I was there, but towards the end when I was about to leave, we got to catch up and like talk and everything. And, you know, I was just we were just talking. It was like a long-winded conversation. And then I kid y'all not, um, he had asked me a lot of things about Christ. And I remember him saying something, even though it was a few months ago, I literally can actually remember him saying like, Tina, like, I can't believe like you're a real Christian. Like, not like a fake, but he's like, you're a real Christian. Like he literally stuttered. He was like, I can't believe like, like, bro, like you're a real Christian. Like, bro, like, this is weird. And I'm like, huh? Like, what do you mean? Like, a, a real Christian? He's like, bro, like, truthfully, like, people our age don't really want to follow God, or they're not really that serious about following God. But I can distinctly remember him saying this. And I quote, he literally said, y'all, I'm not, I'm not joshing. I'm not joking. This young man literally said, Tina, I would love to follow God. 
but maybe when I'm 30. He was like, right now, you know, the world is too much fun right now. So truthfully, maybe when, you know, I have kids or maybe, you know, when I get married, maybe me, maybe me and my wife at that time can choose to follow God together. But right now, while I'm young, bro, like I can't do it. And truthfully, honestly, I'm not shaming him in any way, shape or form. This podcast is never to be like, oh, like, let's talk and chat about man. And no, we're this is not what it's about, but. Literally, the thing was, after he said that statement, the Holy Spirit instantly spoke to me about creating an episode about that topic. And it's not to make jest of him or anything like that, but to really highlight some of the thoughts of the youth. That's literally what the Holy Spirit spoke to me about within that moment. Like, you need to make a podcast episode because he is definitely not the first and he will certainly not be the last to share those sentiments. He is literally highlighting like the Lord spoke to me, he is literally highlighting some of the things that my children are are feeling, are thinking. So literally the Lord brought it to me within that moment. Like, no, you have to address this because there are some people who, you know, they're living a lukewarm life or there are certain people who are like in the middle and they're like, I want to follow God. But it's like, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, I want, you know, it's so much fun to be out here in the streets. So it's like, the Lord was literally speaking and ministering to me about that because truthfully, I say this every few episodes, but I know there is someone right now and you're like, this is exactly what I need to listen to. And shoot, you might turn up your ear pods a little bit more or if you're listening to me on the speaker, I don't know why you getting ready. You might want to turn it up a little bit more because the Holy Spirit actually wants to speak to you because I feel like this question was something that I even dealt with when I was in high school. I was very like, nah, because I remember I'm going to share this ever so quickly before going to college. You know, I was really focusing on serving the Lord, but something had happened. I shared it. I shared it on another episode. Basically, long story short, there was one college that I really, really wanted to go to. I wanted to go to an Ivy League when I was in high school. And I told the Lord that if I went to that, I went to an Ivy League that I would literally serve him and all these different things. And I was just being so intentional with my walk with God. However, long story short, I didn't get into that school. So I decided within that moment that I was going to rebel against the Lord. I told God and I'm being as serious as and as real as I am being real. Y'all, I told the Lord, I said, because you didn't do this for me, because I trusted you so much and you disappointed me, Lord, I can't follow you right now. I was, I was, I was tight. I was disappointed. I was upset. And instead of me really dealing with my emotions, I was like, well, I don't want to, I don't want nothing to do with you right now. Like I'm going to just do me and I'm going to go to college and live my quote unquote best life. But the funny thing about it is the Lord loved me so much, even in my rebellion, even in me wanting to just do my own thing. The Lord he still showered his love upon me. He still was so understanding. And the thing was, was his Holy Spirit never left me because from the minute that I even walked into college, it was like, even though I had my mind set on, oh, I'm going to do this, that never even happened. I don't know if you guys know that quote where it's like, um, man plans, but the Lord laughs. That was literally me. I was planning like, hey, I'm a... I'm going to get lit, period. I'm going I'm to get me my little boyfriend, period. I'm going to be like, and granted, I was already like I did do, you know, certain things. But the thing was, was all of my plans literally fell through. 
I think probably I lasted like a month. But even in that month, the Lord was still speaking to me. And that at that time, I didn't know it was the Lord who was speaking to me. But that's really like a short story, which is kind of a long story. But there's still some things that I want to get into before di- diving deeply into that. But the thing was, was once again, I planned something, but the Lord actually laughed because he had a he had a bigger and a greater plan for me. And he really wanted to use me in such a mighty way. And it's like, even real quick, let me just say this. I remember being invited to parties and things of that sort, but I remember never going to anything because I'm like, like, I don't know. My spirit was just like, this is not me. That's not where I belong. And I was making a joke with my friend the other day because I'm like, yo, bro, I really was chatting big, talking about like, I'm, you know, I'm going to be doing this and that and a third, but I literally did nothing because the Lord was like, no, but (laughs) But honestly, I wanted to get into the pros and cons real quick of following God at a young age, because like I said, I want to give y'all a holistic and like a realistic sense of what it means to really follow God. And what are some things that go into it? Like what are the quote unquote cons and what are the quote unquote pros or not the quote unquote pros because they're mad pros, but we're going to get into that. But quickly, firstly, I want us to get into the cons, quote unquote, of following God, because I want to be real with y'all. Okay. Amen and amen. So the first con that I can strictly and honestly and really say with following God at a young age, I won't lie, I will not lie, is you deal with constant FOMO. And for my people who don't know what FOMO is, FOMO simply means the fear of missing out. Okay, I'm going to say it again. As a, as a young Christian, I wanna, I'm going to give y'all a scope. Like, let's say you in high school... Even shoot, some of y'all probably in middle school. If y'all listen to this in middle school, to God be the glory. Even in high school, to God be the glory. College, to God be the glory. But anyways, um, yeah, like let's say you fresh um into high school or fresh into college. I promise you, like, maybe not everyone. I don't want to say everyone goes through this because some people, shoot, they might just be on fire and they probably don't go through this. But I won't lie for me. And I, cause, and I know a lot of people who have went through this, they have went through constant FOMO, constantly thinking about like, you know, being afraid to miss out, you know, sometimes, especially with me when I was in college, like, um, like I said, the first few months that I was in college, I was like, yeah, like I'm gonna do me, blah, blah, blah. But like the Lord was just convicting me. And it was like, my heart wanted to follow the Lord so bad that I, I, I completely dis I completely scrapped my plan of doing me and I was like, nope, I'm gonna follow the Lord. God ended up aligning me with friends who were actually following him. So shortly after I had to cut off my worldly friends, um, because you know, that was a conviction that the the Holy Spirit gave to me, you know, because bro, you can't you can't walk in light and walk in darkness at the same time, bro. Like one de- like they don't coincide. So, you know, the Holy Spirit was like, nope. Those those old friends, those worldly friends, nope, you got to let go of them. So I can't lie. I remember, you know, built, I, I obviously had close friends who were worldly. And I can't lie, you know, let's say, you know, you're going on Instagram one day and you're scrolling and you're seeing your old worldly friends. You see that they at parties, you know, they smoking, they drinking, you know, they, they, I don't know, they got a worldly man or a worldly girlfriend or something like that. And they doing their thing. And it's all over Instagram, all over Facebook. And you in your room, you in your room, bro, reading your Bible. It's it's not lame. It's not lame at all. But like, you know, the devil really tries to get in your mind. Like the devil really tries to get in your mind. Like, bro, like you're a lame. You're not doing nothing. 
ah, ah, ah. But it's like, you really are. You're connecting with Jesus. Like, but bro, we're going to get into that. Anyways, yeah, like I can distinctly remember sometimes being in my dorm, like, wow, like people that party, they smoking, they drinking, you know, they got a man and stuff like that. And they doing this and they doing that. Where it's like, I'm over here single, <laughs> being single with purpose. By the way, if you haven't listened to that last podcast episode, definitely go do it, period. But you know, I'm over here being single with purpose, being intentional with singleness. These men, these men in my DMs, the Lord telling me he not that they not for me and I have to curve them like all this stuff. And I can't get lit like this and boop, boop, boop. Like there have been so many times like that. Like I've literally seen my unsafe friends doing some unquestionable things, you know, but they all look young and lit. They all look young and turnt, you know, and it's like, like I said, I've been in my feelings about that in the past and the devil will really, you know, try and get in my head like, girl, you're not doing nothing. You're not enjoying your youth, blah, 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 blah. They're out here having a time of day life. You're not doing nothing. But it was like when I was preparing for this podcast episode, the Lord really was like, Tina, what does enjoying your life or enjoying your youth really mean? Because these people have it all messed up. And I'm like, Holy Spirit, that's a great question. So what did I do? I dove into the word of God to answer that question. And I have something for y'all, okay? To counteract this con. But it's still, I, I okay, I still, hold on. Before we get into this, this, this scripture, I want to be real with y'all. Sometimes the things within the word of God, they will be there and they literally answer all the questions that we have. But sometimes it doesn't take away from the fact that the, the devil will still try and tempt you. The devil will still try and come in your ear and counteract the word of God and the things that the, the word of God has to say. But you still have to choose to literally believe because it's true. It literally is true. And I'm going to read this Bible verse for y'all. It's from Ecclesiastes 11 verse, verse 9 to 10. It says, young people, enjoy your youth. Be happy while you are still young. Do what you want to do and follow your heart's desire. But remember that God is going to judge you for whatever you do. Right now, also within Ecclesiastes, it talks about it. It says, you know, enjoy the fruits of your labor. It talks about, you know, eating and drinking, being merry, enjoying what you have and not focusing on what you don't have. These things are actually scriptural. You know, it's from scripture. It talks about enjoying your youth. However, one thing that I'm realizing is you can enjoy your youth without wasting your youth. And I'm going to say it again. You can enjoy your youth without wasting your youth. You don't have to be in a club drinking, getting wasted and, you know, like, you know, not remembering your night and like all you don't have to do all those things to really enjoy your youth, because at the end of the day, Going back to what it says in Ecclesiastes, be happy while you're young. That's the essence of enjoying your youth, being happy, seeing the things that the Lord has done for you, being around, you know, your godly friends who are also walking in light, enjoying Jesus too. It's, and I, I like, I feel like there are some people who are like, Tina, that does not sound appealing. <laughs> but I really pray that the Lord will open your spiritual eyes and change our hearts to really see the Lord and being with the Lord as a good thing. Because I, and even I'm praying, I'm doing this fast with, with my church right now. And it's called the marriage and destiny fast. If you're able to actually join into it, because we're still doing it. Um, we're finishing close to the, close to the end of October with the fast. It's a 21 day fast, um, with kingdom full tabernacle. Tune in if you can. Great ministry to the glory of God. 
Um, but I remember we were doing this because um, it's a 21 day fast. So there was one topic and the topic for the fast um, for that day was forces of zeal. And I remember there was one prayer point distinctly within um, within the fasting booklet that said, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was just talking about like, Lord, we cast away any ungodly or anti-godly spirit that lives within us any anti-godly spirit that lives within us that tells us oh praying is boring reading my word is boring and like i don't know if you y'all know those memes where it'd be like oh like you be in church and then something tell you in your mind like oh like something counter counteracting god like oh god don't love you or i've seen some really really bad memes where it'd be like f you know like crazy stuff where a, a God, an anti-godly spirit will literally come and speak to you and say something bad about God or speak to you and tell you that the Bible is not real. Like I've seen some crazy thing and I've heard people even say some things. And I remember when I was younger, I would have those anti-godly spirits telling me useless, random, ungodly things about God. So literally, I don't know how I got here, but truthfully, to some people following the Lord makes you a loser. It makes you lame. It makes you whack. But truthfully, at this point in my life, I will choose to be whack every time. I remember I told the Holy Spirit, I told, listen, I was in my bathroom. I was just um, getting ready to go to school. Um, and I was just talking to the Holy Spirit, you know, while doing my makeup and stuff. Because, you know, you got to look cute. Okay, when you go to school, don't be looking raggedy, period. I don't care if you go to school, go to work. You carry the glory of God. So get yourself together. Okay period. So I was getting myself together, you know, getting my hair done and stuff like that, doing obviously natural makeup and stuff. Nah, nah, no, crazy. Cause I don't know. I don't know how to do that. But anyways, I was doing my little natural makeup or whatever, fixing my brows and stuff. And I was like, Holy spirit, you know, it's hard to really follow you at a young age, but Lord, I give you my youth. I give you my youth. I give you myself. Lord, I avail myself unto you within this moment, God, less of me and more of you, even though I want to follow my flesh many times. And sometimes I fall. I do. But I'm like, Lord, I just want to follow you at this point in time. There's nothing else that's better than to truthfully follow you. I would rather follow you at this point in time in my life than than to wreck my life by myself and then have to try and recuperate and have to try and get myself together at you know, like 30 and 40. And granted, if that was you, it's not a bad thing. There is still grace. The Lord is still able to fix and to do these things. But how foolish would it be for the Lord to present the opportunity to us to get to know him now within this dispensation? But we choose within ourselves like, oh, no, I follow. I'll follow God. Maybe when I'm when I'm 30, when I'm 40. This, what if you don't make it? What if, and it's not to scare anyone, but it's literally the reality of things. This past week, I found out that one, one, one boy that I went to um, high school with, I knew this boy. Granted, we weren't the closest of friends, but we were friends. I found out that he passed away this week, this past week. This young man, I think he was probably 20, 22, 23 at this point. Unfortunately, we didn't, we haven't spoken. We hadn't spoken since high school ended, but he passed away this week, this past week. And I can't lie. It wrecked me. Like granted, like I said, we weren't the closest of friends, but I was like, Lord, I just pray that he knew you. That's it. I just pray that he knew you because 
Jesus could come at any time. The world could end at any time. People pass away left and right. The world is not, our lives are not promised. And one thing that the Holy Spirit ministered to me within this past week was that our lives are not our own. So it's actually foolish. It's actually messed up. It's actually so wrong of us to, 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 to take our lives and to do, and to, to, to just be anyhow with it. Because it's truthfully not our own. Like I said, his passing really wrecked me. I was like, yo, this is crazy. I'm like, bro, I knew this guy. Like, it's, it was crazy to me. Because I haven't really witnessed death, like, personally throughout my life. Like, with people that I've been close to or, like, have relationships with much. So, it was just like, finding out that he passed away, being so young, not making it to 25, not making it to 30. You know, and sometimes us as young kids, we like, oh, I can't wait till I get married. Oh, I can't wait till I have my, my three kids and my white picket fence and this, that, and the third. But, unfortunately, some people don't make it to, to, to accomplish those goals. They don't. And I'm sorry if I'm getting loud and this, that, and that. But it's like my... I wish you guys could just open my eyes. Like, literally, because, y'all, his death, it it, it wrecked me. Like, it really did. Like, I remember looking... Because, you know, everybody from my school was posting the pictures. Like, R.I.P. Like, um, rest in paradise and things of that sort. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I believe he knew the Lord. I believe that he did. And I, and I pray that he had a relationship and things of that sort. And I wasn't coming for his sal- salvation in any way, shape, or form. But I was just make like really thinking in my head, like, oh, my God. Like, like bro, like, life is really so futile. That's all I was thinking. Like, wow, people really go at any time. And it's literally by the grace of God that we're even standing here living and breathing. Like, literally. And we are no better than those who have passed anyways. Because that could have still been us. But literally, I don't know, it's by the grace and the mercy of God that we're here. But yo, like, I'm really thinking about everything all over again. I'm just like, wow. But y'all, we're going to get into the next con because I don't want to spend too much time like thinking about that. But I just really want everyone to really take nuggets home from this episode. Like, I told the Holy Spirit, I was like, look, I tell the Holy Spirit every single episode, like, Holy Spirit, make this the best episode that I've ever created thus far because I really want this to speak to people. I really want this to be a wake-up call to people and even to myself because there are times, and I've made podcast episodes, there have been times where I've literally been unproductive and lackadaisical in my walk with God, and I share that. I've shared it multiple times because I wanted to be as realistic and real with each and every one of you all because I realized that there is something that the Lord has put in me to, to, to the glory of God that I've been able to literally like disperse onto you all. And by sharing my testimonies and being real and be, being open and honest and transparent, it's helping some of y'all to the glory of God. So I'm happy to be a vessel. So I'm sharing it. I'm, I'm literally letting y'all know my thoughts and all this stuff and some of the tea. You know what I'm saying? But let's get into the next con. So the next con, quote unquote, of following God um, at a young age is God may ask you to do some things that you are not comfortable doing. And it can be difficult sometimes. Now, this is quote unquote a con, but it's literally a pro in some ways, too, because truthfully, y'all. And there are multiple um, facets of like or multiple ways in which God will ask you to do things that you're not comfortable doing. I'll give a great example with this podcast. I am uncomfortable, y'all. I'm very uncomfortable. I'm a Nigerian girl. For those of my Nigerian people who are listening, y'all know 
we are naturally private people. We don't come and shit. Ah, did this happen this week? And I stopped talking to the... Ah, we have... Listen, we carry... Sh- we don't carry shame, but we have shame. Like, so to my Nigerian people, y'all know what I mean. Like, we... We don't open our mouths just, like, um loosely because we just, like... We keep our own things, you know? So it's like... When the Lord tells me, like, Tina, no, you have to share this. And Tina, you have to tell this testimony. Tina, you have to do... It's like... It wrecks me sometimes. Because, and there, y'all know, there are some times where I'm inconsistent because it's like, sometimes it's really hard because I'm like, God, like, I don't want to share this or God, I don't want to tell people this or God, like, this is like really uncomfortable. And like, there will be times me and the Holy Spirit are going back and forth, but there are times where it's like the Holy Spirit is literally on my chest. Like, you can choose to not share this and I could call someone else <laughs> or... You could choose to share this for my glory because there are people who are waiting and there are people who are listening and there are people who are who need this word who are literally going through certain things and by me opening my mouth that causes deliverance and that causes people to be free. So even though I'm uncomfortable, I'm doing it to the glory of God. Because like I said there's people the Lord has shown me there's not just one person. There are multiple of you who you have been in the middle. You are literally stuck. You're literally in the middle right now. And even right now, as I'm saying this, right, it's convicting you. It's literally convict. And like, I'm feeling it. It's convicting you because you know that the Lord is calling you for greater. You know that the Lord is calling you for to to literally be a vessel unto honor for him. But you, you are scared. You are frightened. You don't know what to, you don't want to give up that other side of life. I don't know if y'all know, um, that one TikTok trend um, where it's that song. I don't know if y'all be on Christian TikTok like that, but y'all know I'll be on there per with that song No Great by Jonathan McReynolds. Um, it was a recent TikTok trend where people were, were sharing the song because the song goes like, Lord, I'm split into part of me loves the world and the other loves you. And like people would share like them being in the club or, you know, them sleeping around or them being a stripper and this and third, like sharing literally things that they were going through. But then them being, you know, at church and like, you know, preaching the word of God and like singing and stuff like that and this and the third. And, you know, there were very powerful testimonies. I mean, for some people that were testimonies, but some people who are still in the middle. And the thing is, is there is grace and, you know, being in the middle that does happen. I've been there like. I would never come here and be like, ah, you people, you need to repent. No, I'm not that type of person because I've been there. And that's what literally causes me to remain humble because at the end of the day, I've been there. And the thing is, is sometimes life can still push you to still get there too. So I'm never going to be like, oh, y'all are so this and y'all are so that. Y'all need to get it together, this and that. If you're not careful, pride will try and get to you because you realize that, oh, because God has done this for me now. But it's like we should never forget just, just because God has raised us up to a certain level. And the thing is, is I'm not even to my fullest potential yet. The Lord is still working on me. But it's like, we should never think that, oh, because God has like freed us from certain things that people who are still going through it, you know, they're, they're this, they're that, like they, uh, whatever, stuff like that. Because sometimes it's really, really hard. And it's actually sometimes a stronghold that we have to break. But it's like, the thing is, is it's part of our testimony. So sometimes we have to be in those places, but I want to really appeal to us. We should not stay there. We should not be comfortable in that because it's dangerous. Even it talks about in Revelations that... Like you're neither hot, you're neither you're neither hot or cold. You're lukewarm. So the Lord will spit us out because it's it's better to just stick to one side. It's really better than to be in the middle. It's really really better. I feel like sometimes 
it's like, I don't want to say it's a slap on the face to God, but it's like, bro, like, you know, we're doing one thing and we're doing the other. Like the Lord really convicted me personally about my lifestyle, especially as I started to um get more serious with this podcast episode that I can't be living anyhow because I'm a representation of God. Because literally if I start to live anyhow, if I, if honestly, for those of y'all who follow me on Instagram, um, it's Tina Wiener, by the way, it's T-I-N-A. T I N A A A W I N A A. Let me stop. But for those of y'all who follow me on Instagram, y'all like I can't be posting anyhow. And on top of that, not only I can't be posting anyhow, I can't be living anyhow. I feel like that sometimes happens too. Like some of us, we think like social media is like real life and this and the third and ah, like okay, I because I you know blah blah blah. No, but it's like I can't be posting and I also can't be living anyhow. I can't be posting what because there are some people they post one thing but they live another. But the Holy Spirit, um, a few years ago, especially like as I started to take this podcast more seriously, he convicts me about my lifestyle. He reminds me that there are people who are actually attached to this ministry. Because the Holy Spirit has showed me that this podcast is actually a ministry. It's not just me just talking and just sharing, and this is actually a ministry unto the Lord. So I can't be living anyhow because I'm not only messing or risking my life, but I'm risking and messing with the people who are actually attached to this. So it's like the Holy Spirit convicts me anytime that I can't be doing this. So going back to the original point, because me, I don't know how I got yet, but truthfully, God will ask you sometimes to do things that you're not comfortable with doing. And it's going to be difficult. Like I said, consistency with this podcast is has literally been hard for me sometimes because at times I'm going to be transparent. There are times where I literally told the Lord, like, you know, I don't really feel qualified or God, I don't know if these people are listening and this, that, and the third and stuff like that. People not post the reviews. And this. But the thing is, the Lord literally will show me the numbers because there are a lot of y'all that tune in and the Lord will show me the numbers and the Lord will even remind me, God forbid, if there's, or even if there is only one person who's listening to it, that's still one person is still blessed by it. So that's why I tell y'all, please, not only don't only post because, oh, like Tina wants to see the reviews and stuff like that so she can hype herself out. But if this podcast has actually blessed you, I urge you, I, I really do urge you to leave a review because sometimes it encourages me. It really encourages me, but also it encourages the masses. It lets people know that, okay, people are actually, be, people are actually being blessed by this. It's not just friends and family and it's not a third who are listening, but it's even people like right now, it's even outsiders, people I don't even know who are even tuning in to the glory of God. So truthfully, I, I say this all the time, but if you're actually, if you've gotten up to this point, leave a review, please. Leave a review and may the Holy Spirit convict you to leave a review, period, because y'all be playing. But y'all be listening at the same time, so I don't really get it. But anyways, that is um one of the points that I didn't want to share about the cons. Like, God will ask you to do some things that are uncomfortable at times. Like, there have been times where God, even not only with this podcast, but God will tell me to, like, like I told y'all before, end friendships, cut off friendships, stop talking to certain boys. Leave. Sometimes God will tell you to leave a job. Sometimes God will tell you to move. Sometimes God will tell you to, to do things that you don't want to do that are uncomfortable. Like, even, and I've shared this in another podcast episode, <laughs> Mercy, but I shared and actually, I have to do an updated testimony about like literally um, how the Lord spoke to me about becoming a social worker. I didn't want to go to social work school. I wanted to get like for those who don't know, and I'm going to share in, a, in an updated podcast episode. The Lord's still working on me with with creating that. I wanted to go to school to get my Ph.D. in clinical psychology. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to conduct research and this that, and, that. and I was on the track. You know, I had mentors, I was getting into programs and things of that sort, but suddenly, 
suddenly, like literally out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, the Lord spoke to me and said that I need to go to school for, for, for my master's in social work. And when I, <laughs> I don't want to go too much into the testimony right now, because that's actually the next episode that will be coming up very shortly by the grace of God. But literally the Lord was telling me, you got to go to school for social work. And I'm like, God, but they be saying that the social work is not making no money. Like, God, I don't want to go for that. I don't want to go for that. Like, God, I get along with kids, but not like that. So I'm like, God, what, what, what is the reason? What is the reason? And I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so animated. And I, I have a big personality. So I really express that through this podcast. So y'all probably like, this this girl crazy. But the Lord using me, though. So here I am. But truthfully, the Holy Spirit was like, you're not going to, you, I don't care where you get it accepted to. Like, I remember there was this one program that I got accepted to, which was like a pipeline program where, um, it was with Yale University actually, where they would help you. Like, so basically you would apply for the program. Um, uh, if you got accepted, it was like, uh, it was called like a PhD preview program where if you got accepted to the program, you would be able to visit Yale University in person. But unfortunately, because of the COVID happened, it was online, but you got to sit down, you got to learn more about their clinical psychology program. They paired you up with mentors and all that stuff so that your next, so that the next cycle that came up, the mentors and everything could help you sit, submit your application for the PhD program. And it had a really, really high um, acceptance rate, like for those who were a part of the pipeline program to get into the PhD program. So I was like, once I got accepted to the um, pipeline program and I got accepted to another pipeline program, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get my PhD in clinical psychology. I'm going to be a doctor, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to still be a doctor by the grace of God. But I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Boop, boop, boop. But then the Lord suddenly was like, nope, you're not getting your PhD in that. You're not doing that. You're going to get your master's first in social work. And it didn't make sense. And it was uncomfortable because I literally have been telling people all my life that this is what I'm going to do. And it's like, now what? You know? And like, even like sometimes, because I've heard people where God will tell them literally to leave the, the home country or the hometown that they've known all their lives to go somewhere else. Even Abraham, you know, he had to leave where he knew he had to leave his comfortability he had to leave his place of comfort to go somewhere where the Lord told him to go somewhere that he doesn't know, like he doesn't know, but you, but like you got to do it. And it's hard sometimes. Sometimes it could be a con because it caught, but it's a pro at the same time. Like all these cons that I'm listing, if you really think about it, they're pros because the thing is sometimes as people, we don't see the bigger picture, but God does. Like it doesn't make sense to us within that moment, but it's like, even though sometimes it hurts in the moment, it's meant for our good, you know? And I'm, I have so much to get into, but we're going to go into the next con, um, which kind of relates and coincides with this one that I just mentioned. Another con with following God at a young age is you can't follow your own will for your life. You literally, literally have to die to your flesh. Like, I can't lie. There are some days when people get me tight. I want to curse them. Y'all, mercy. When I was in high school, I used to curse like a sailor. And I can admit that because... God has delivered me and God has, you know, like set me free to the point where that's not a stronghold anymore on me. But I used to curse like a sailor. So there'd be times where, you know, obviously the devil being like, yeah, go back to the old you. They don't want to see the old you because you're going to go off on them. And there'd be times where I like, mm, you know, like I, out of pride, like mm, I could really go back to the old me right now. But it's like, why would I want to go back to something that the Lord has delivered me from already? The Lord has already set me free for his glory. And I want to go back for what? 
that was a place of, of misery, discontentment. Why would I want to go back there? You know, like sometimes we as people, we talk without revelation. Like when somebody gets us mad, we just be like, oh, yeah, they don't want to see the old me. I- I'll get into the old me, this and the third. But it's like the old you was no good. Why? Like, why, why would you? Like, I don't, you know, I've said that so many times. And I'm really thinking like, girl, they don't even that, like, like, why? <laughs> like, I can laugh at my old self because it's really funny. Like, why would you want to go back to that, sis? Or some days, like, if a guy wants to talk to me and, you know, I know he don't know Jesus. I know the Holy Spirit done told me he don't know Jesus, okay? But I still want to entertain him because, oh, he's cute. Or, oh, you know, I'm lusting after him. Or, oh, this, that, and third. So, like, a con is, like, but it's really a pro at the end of the day. All these are pros when you see the bigger picture. So, my prayer for all of us is that the Lord will open our spiritual eyes where we will not think or we will not be so carnal that we just see everything with the walk with God as as a con. And it's like, with this podcast episode, I I don't mean to trick you, but like I said, with all these quote-unquote cons, they're really pros at the end of the day when you have a spiritual way of looking at things. But sometimes we are so carnal, and I, I... like I said, I talk about myself many times. Like, I've been in a place of carnality before. So, like, the thing is with God, to many people, it's a, it's a con. But with God, you are constantly dying to yourself. You're constantly dying to your own will and to your own way and to, your, to, to, the, way that, to the ways that you want to do things. Like, even with me, like, I can, I can admit I'm a control freak. I like to play. I like to plan everything. My friends that know me, my my ace boom coons, my my besties that know me, I have a planner on my phone. I have a pl- a physical planner. I have a pl- another planner in, in my bedroom that I use to like literally. I have a a whiteboard in my room with all my goals for the week. I literally write out everything that I'm. I plan my day out to the T. So it's like. When you're with God and sometimes he'll disrupt your plans and he'll he'll move and groove things and he'll he'll be like, nope, I want you to do this instead. Or it, it, it's hard because you're like, wait, but I want to do this. But it's like God is like, nope, this is better. So like you're constantly dying to yourself. You're constantly dying to your own will, to your own way. And to many, it's a con. But if you have a spiritual way of looking at things, but I pray that the Lord will open up our spiritual eyes. You see, it's really a pro because, for example, right? We live in a world, right, where you can literally manifest. You can manifest and not the way that the world, not, not the way that the kingdom of God is, right? But you can, and I have a podcast episode about manifestation, if y'all want to check that out as well. In a world where you can literally manifest, you can be your own boss, you can be the captain of your own life, you can move wherever you want, you can date anyone you want, dating apps is on and popping, you can switch into tech at any time. I'm not coming for tech because there's nothing wrong with tech. Tech is not demonic, but I'm literally giving an example. Like, cause you, I know for all my people who be on TikTok, everybody want to be a tech girly and stuff like that because that's the trend. Everybody's getting into tech, but it's like, some of, some of y'all, God is calling y'all to be teachers, nurses, doctors. And I, like I said, I'm not coming for tech. And it's like a very far off, like, <laughs> some of y'all probably like, girl, how you get here? But like, basically the point that I'm trying to make is like, this is a, we're living in a day and age where you can literally do whatever you want. You can do whatever you please. Anytime you want, you can order Uber Eats. Like anything can come to you. You can literally have whatever you want. Literally. As long as you have the resources, you can have and get whatever you want, right? But it takes a spiritually strong, mature, and discerning person to not follow the trend, to not succumb to pressure, and to not follow your own will and your own way for your life. Like I said, I got into that pipeline program. I could have I easily, you know, 
been connected, stay connected with those mentors. They could have helped me with my personal statement. I could have gotten into that PhD program if I did my own will and my own way with things. I could have been knee deep into a PhD program, but like for clinical psychology, but like, and granted, clinical psychology and social work, I mean, they're both social sciences. You can still move and use a degree in the ways that you want to. So I could have still worked and did that but it's like god god is so detail oriented he didn't want it to happen that way you know like i said i'm gonna still be a doctor by the grace of god in jesus mighty name but it's like did he want me to get a phd in clinical psychology though like god is so detail oriented like he cares about the small things and our obedience really matters you know so like the real the real struggle really in this day and age is being spiritually inclined in a physical world you know being spiritually inclined in a carnal world at that being you know like like everything is carnality so that's really the um the real hard part but i want us to get into the pros and i'm going to share the first pro with being with following god as a young person jesus okay that's the pro that's it period jesus okay god is a reward like i said we are in a generation where we don't value god we don't we don't see prayer as a privilege. We don't see oneness with God as interesting. But in all reality, God is so precious. Like, it's crazy sometimes how we literally exalt celebrities more than we exalt God. Like, it's crazy. We we will fight tooth and nail. If Billy Eilish and Beyonce, bro, if these people literally came up to us, like, or they, let's say they're going into a store or something like that, we will fight tooth and nail to literally talk to them. We would beg. We would... If we could give all of our, our money, this, that, and the third, we would do those things to literally speak to those celebrities. But we we don't give a we don't give a hoot nanny. <laughs> we don't give a hoot a hoot nanny about talking to God. You know? We don't care. It don't matter. Like, God just get a oh, thank you for waking me up this morning. All right, see you later. Or that little um, you know those prayers. Cause I used to go to vacation Bible school. So y'all know those prayers where it's like, oh, um, God is good. God is great. Let us thank him for our food. Amen. And praise God. That's all God get. He get the little thank you God in the morning. And then the little, um, what's that thing? Like the, the little prayer for grace over food. And then that's it. He don't get nothing else. Nope. Nothing, nothing at all. And it's, <laughs> it's bad. But like I said, we will fight tooth and nail to speak to a celebrity, to go to the con. And like I said, there's nothing like, as long as we're not idolizing celebrities and things of that sort, like, shoot, I want to go to that Maverick City con- concert. Mm-hmm. I want to sing promises in real time. But it's like, you know, we can't, we can never idolize those celebrities, but sometimes we do. And sometimes we say we don't, but it's like, like I said, we don't care. We don't give a hoot when we want to speak, you know, to, to God. So, that that's just my little spiel on that because truthfully like when you think about it in a relationship we want to be treated like a priority i'm a woman so y'all already know like i want to be treated like a priority but it's like with god we be having an abusive relationship sometimes we talk to god whenever we want we give him the silent treatment at all times sometimes we lie to him we deny him in front of other people it's giving straight up emotional abuse like it's giving emotional abuse emotional neglect literally like jesus should call 911 on each and every one of us because we really be giving literally emotional abuse but truthfully i can really honestly say like and i say this all the time to people and people probably think i'm joshing or people probably think i'm joking but to god be the glory ever since i became a christian it's been one of the most exhilarating and most fun points in my life literally like 
being a Christian, being a real Christian at that, being a Christian who wants to actually be on fire for God literally changed my life, you know? And I want to read this verse. It's from Psalms 4, um, verse 6 to 8. It says, many people say, who will show us better times? Let your face smile on us, Lord. You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvest of grain and new wine. In peace, I will lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. Um, like truth, like I said, since following God, like there have been lows. I will never all hear and say, yeah, it's so easy. There have been lows, but it's been the most exhilarating and fun time in my life. I'm so thankful to the Lord Almighty that he's given me sisters in Christ who are serious about their salvation, you know, who are serious about following the Lord because they push me. They convict me. They they show me where I'm messing up. Like I remember the other day, <clears throat> shout out to my friend, Emmy. I, I was like, even with this podcast, like she was like, girl, Tina, she's like, when are you going to post? She's like, when are you going to post? It's been too long. You're, you're like, she's like, girl, like w- what's going on? What's going on with it? And I'm like, uh, Emmy, I- I'm trying. I- I'm going to post soon. I don't know. She's like, girl, um, she's like, you have to remember there are people who are waiting on this. Like there are people who they need a word from God and they're literally waiting for you to post something. And it's like, you can't be selfish with it. And my friend Emmy has to put me in my place with it. She had to correct me. And honestly, I thanked her for it. I'm like, girl, I love when you correct me because she corrects me with so much love. And she's serious about her walk with God to the point where it's like, she don't want me to, like, she's serious about her walk with God. And because I'm her sister, I'm her sister in Christ, she's serious about my walk with God too. So it's like, you know, iron, sharp, iron sharpens iron, literally. So that's that little tidbit that I wanted to share. Now, this this episode most likely going to hit like an hour. So I want to like um, run through the next pros because I don't want to take too much of everyone's time. Amen. Amen. So the next pro is with following God is you sometimes get the chance to escape heartbreak and heartache if you follow the Holy Spirit. In other words, you can sometimes get an inside scoop on things. Like I'm going to tell this quick, quick, quick story. And then we're going to get to the rest of the pros. And then we're going to close out to the glory of God. So I remember um, a few months back, um, like I, there was this one boy who hopped into my DMs. All right. And from his page, he looked like a man of God. I was like, hmm, this seemed interesting. Mm, let me see what's up. So I answered his dm he said like i was beautiful and things of that sort he wanted to get to know me and things of that sort um but the holy spirit was ministering to me about him the holy spirit was like "Mm, no like no he's not for you nope 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 um and this man he he was starting to get into ministry preaching and all this and he was only 24 and you know all that stuff and sometimes we're so attracted to the oil upon people which sometimes isn't like it's a good thing but sometimes it's not really because like i'm like oh he's doing all these things for the lord but i'm gonna get into it so the holy spirit was like tina this guy is not for you he's not for you he is doing things of god but he's not necessarily submitted to god that's what the Holy Spirit was showing me. But I'm like, Holy Spirit, um, he seems nice. These are the works that he's doing. But the thing is, is, you know, it, it talks about it even in the Bible. It says, you know, many will say, Lord, Lord. But it's like the Lord is going to respond to them like you were doing the things for me. But it's like you weren't really having a relationship with me. And I'm paraphrasing. But, you know, anyway, so the Lord is telling me all this stuff. Like, stop talking to him. This, that, and, the third. and the thing was, I won't lie. I like the Lord was doing the work on my heart where I was starting to get very, very uninterested. I wasn't interested in the conversation. I was texting back like hours, days later, things that, things that I saw. And he was starting to get frustrated, right? But then the Lord was like, Tina, I don't even want you answering anything. I don't want you to ever speak to him. 
And then I remember I fell into a sleep. I fell into a deep sleep. I think I had a nap. And during the nap, I had a dream. And basically, the Lord was just speaking to me in a dream. And the Lord showed me that this young man spoke to at least five different girls in the span of a year. And no, sorry, not in the span of a year, in a span of like a few months, right? And the thing is, is his plan is to conquer and break the hearts of many, many Christian young women within the tri-state area. And it's funny because the Holy Spirit told me, the Holy Spirit was like, go ahead, go ask one of your friends. And he gave me the name of my friend. He was like, go ask about him. So I call my friend. I'm like, hey, girl, um, blah, blah, blah. This boy, you know, he's trying to talk to me. Boop, 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 boop. What's that? The th- um, tell me about him. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you know him? This, that, and third. She was like, Tina, cut off all conversation with this young man. He is sent from the enemy to literally break your heart. Cut it off. And the thing was, I thank God for grace and mercy. And I thank God that the Lord showed it to me in a dream. But there are some of us, sometimes we see those dreams. Sometimes we hear those warnings, but we still choose to do our own thing. And that makes us fall into heartbreak and heartache. And then we blame the Lord. So it's just like, what I realized is breaking off a relationship, a situationship, you know, that may have been like a few months, a few years or whatever, a few days, whatever, is so much better than breaking off a marriage. Because that is like some type of death that occurs. So literally, we have to make those sacrifices sometimes and literally listen to the Lord because he wants to save us from heartbreak and heartache. So as a a child of God, you get to get saved from that. So amen. Another pro that I want to share is you get to be a part of something bigger than yourself. Because ultimately, winning souls may not sound fun to everyone, but it is truthfully an honor to be a part of the kingdom of God and be a worker in the kingdom of God, delivering, healing, praying for people, interceding, you know, um, speaking words upon people. It's a blessing to be in the kingdom of God and be a worker of the kingdom of God and be a part of something that is bigger than yourself. Now, another pro is you have a friend. Okay. I know a lot of people who have went through so many friend betrayals, so many things that went wrong in their lives. They don't trust people. They don't trust friends, but literally the Holy spirit is a friend and a brother. The Holy Spirit is a brother that sticks, he sticks so close to us, literally. And he's a friend where he won't tell your business, you know, and he loves you more than anything. You know, I mean, he might tell your business to like a brother or sister in Christ who who needs to help get you together because you're not listening to the Holy Spirit. But he won't go tell your business to everyone. He won't expose you on Instagram and things of that sort. And I truthfully realized like with having a relationship with God, I knew how to be a better friend to other people. And I knew how to let other people in, into my life because I had went through so many betrayals and friendships that I didn't know how to trust people. But the Holy Spirit taught me what it meant to have a friend and to be a friend which was so great. Um, and another thing, I actually do want to share this Bible verse ever so quickly. Um, it says, it's from Proverbs 18, verse 24. It says, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And ultimately, that's the Holy Spirit with us. And then the last pro that I do want to share is your eternity is secured when you follow God at a young age. Like I said, with my friend who passed away, um, our lives are not our own. So it's better that we follow the Lord. It's better that we take heed and we follow him truthfully, because let's be real. The earth wants nothing more than to eat you up and to literally spit you out. So don't be one of the the people that falls into that. 
And I'm going to read another quick Bible verse from Luke 6, verse 23. It says, be glad in that day and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way, their fathers used to treat the prophets. Okay. And then from Galatians 6, verse 9, it says, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Ultimately, all in all, folks, walk with Jesus and not in these streets. These streets are packed with nothing but heartbreak, sadness, and pure death wholeheartedly believe that God's plan is better than your own. Okay. And yes, I want to tell y'all right now. Yes, you could very well follow God when you are 30, when you are 40, when you're 50, whatever. But like, like I said, what if you don't make it to that age? Then what? And this, like I said, this is not to drive fear because I know how some of y'all like to tussle like, oh, everything in Christianity drives fear, this and the third. But the thing is, Christianity is a, is a religion of truth. We, we, we speak the truth. So it, 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 it mixes up the spirits of people. It, it startles people because this is literally the truth. It's the word of God. So I have to share it. I do. I have to share it and I have to be real with y'all. So like I said, all in all, it's so much safer on this side with God. You know, I mentioned a lot of quote unquote cons, but like I said, when you see the bigger picture there, there are so many more, it's a pro ultimately with following God because it's so much safer on this side. And ultimately we will, you know, it's not, it's not perfect. It comes with, it comes with ups. It comes with downs. It's hard sometimes, you know, there be, there was a few weeks ago, I was like, Lord, who <laughs> like the these these things is forming god i'm like these things is forming like i don't know god like like you know sometimes you question your calling sometimes things really happen and it startles you it makes you upset trials happen disappointments come failures come but it's like it will not always be like this so i want you all to stand on that And I just want you all to know that it's better to be safe than sorry. So the answer to the question of should you follow God within your youth is yes. As as someone who is 21 years old, who chose to really seriously follow God around the time of me becoming 18, I'm telling y'all right now, granted, I've had my times and I've had my fair share of troubles and trials, but it is so much better to follow God at this age. So to anyone that is in the middle right now. I cast out that spirit of anti-godliness or that spirit of lukewarmness. I cast it out even now within this point. And I pray that the Lord shall open your spiritual eyes. I never do this, but I pray that the Lord shall open your spiritual eyes to see that it is better to be with him. I pray that the Lord will give you visions and dreams and literally speak to your spirit. I pray that the Holy Spirit will speak to you even now. And I pray that he will minister to you and convict you so much to the point where you realize that it's better to be with him. Because like I said, the world wants nothing better than to eat you up and spit you out. It wants to leave you with heartbreak. It wants to leave you with shame and disappointments. But I pray that within this moment that you will choose on your own to follow the Lord on your own. And I pray that this message ministered to you and spoke to you. And if it did, I'm telling y'all right now, don't be, I say this all the time, leave a review. It is to the glory of God. There are people who need to hear this message. So leave a review, share it with your friends, post it on your Instagram. Shout out to my sister who posted on her TikTok about this podcast, but literally post it on your podcast, not podcast, on your TikTok, mercy. Post it on your TikTok, Um, share it with your friends, with your family, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your mother. 
share it with someone so that somebody can hear the word of the Lord and so that somebody could literally choose to follow Jesus. Don't be selfish with the word of God. So anyways, I just want to give all glory to God and all honor to the most high God for all he is doing within each and everyone's lives. And I pray to truthfully be more consistent because there is so much that the Lord is unveiling for me to share. So I pray to just continue to be used as a vessel to share these things with you all. But long story short, y'all follow Jesus. Okay. Walk with Jesus and not in these streets. Amen and amen. So leave a review, um, all of that. And God bless you all. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you.